This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by CEO Kim Keen. Kim is the CEO of the St. Bernard Hospital District. Uh, she's a nurse by background, an MBA as well. Thrilled to get a chance to visit with her. Kim, can you take a moment and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Kim Keene. As Scott told you, I am a registered nurse who is sitting in a CEO role right now. I've been doing this for about four and a half years for Oshner Health System. Um, very glad to be joining you today. At what point in your evolution from, you know, nursing, when did you make the evolution from nursing to management? At what point did that start to happen? Early on in my nursing career, I was promoted pretty quickly through the ranks of the nursing track. And then um, in Pennsylvania, one of the CEOs noticed my leadership ability and asked me to take additional roles, which led to um, a recruiter calling me and recruiting me to New Orleans to take my first executive role many, many years ago, about 25 years ago. What a magnificent career. And, and take a moment on strategy the last couple of years in the heart of the pandemic. How has strategy changed for the St. Bernard Hospital District? Do you look at strategy any differently? Does it just accelerate patient experience issues? How do you look at things today versus a year or so ago? Well, COVID-19 presents a unique opportunity for health systems really to, dem to demonstrate the value of scale. And being managed by Oshner Health allowed us to have the systemness that um, let St. Bernard Hospital, small hospital on the suburbs of New Orleans, to be able to be successful. But the foundation of our strategy really hasn't changed significantly. Our mission remains to provide high-quality, cost-effective health care for the community. Even though conventional strategic thinking had to be modified from lessons learned during the pandemic, we used it like a hybrid approach, one that was a traditional business strategy, but along with the latest thinking from science and innovation. And so that really was our key in looking at what strategy looks like um, for the future. And, and what are you most excited about this year? How are things going and what are you most excited about? I really think one of the things I'm the most excited about is that the community realized really how beneficial we were to them. We were the only hospital around the surrounding area that was open, so they had to utilize us during the pandemic. But we were also demonstrate that quality um, was really um, that we still delivered a quality product and the uh, ability to demonstrate quality at a time when quality was so important and better understood was really um, made me excited and happy for that. We also could improve patient care and services at a time when the patients really needed us and that they are also the direct consumer of that health care and then providing them technology that they had never experienced before some of them, you know, virtual visits, digital health, population health really was um, exciting and um, really, and, and I think, excited the community, too. Uh, so I really I really was excited about that. Still am. I think there's a great opportunity out there for expansion on those things. And that's fantastic. Just for the community to, to take another level of look at how valuable and important St. Bernard's is, such a fascinating situation and so good. Talk for a moment about, are, are you seeing vaccine hesitancy? What are you seeing in your area on those issues? I think with everyone in the United States, we saw big um, demand for vaccines early in the game, December, January, February, maybe even in, into um, uh, April. We are seeing um, a little bit of a decline on the vaccine hesitancy, but we're putting a big push, especially in this community, which had um, 
some small numbers. It's a small community. About 50,000 people live in this parish. So we are seeing about a 22 to 23% um, vaccination uh, acceptance right now. And we hope to get that number, of course, closer to 40. So we're running clinics twice a week. We've done some big events, some vax fest and things like that. And so we are seeing more and more. It's going to take some time. Fantastic. Um, can you also talk about your big priorities this year? Right. So I think the top three to four priorities that we have this year is one, workforce, right? We know the workforce is tired. We know there's some things like COVID fatigue. And just um, so we need to look at different ways to um, deliver care. So workforce and delivery of care options is really something that I'm very interested in. My nursing background provides me an opportunity to look at different ways to deliver nursing care and working with the leaders within Oshner Health and um, with other um, innovators out there in delivery of care, I think we're going to come up with a delivery care model that will help alleviate some of the stresses on the registered nurse at the bedside. Um, as patients continue to age in, a, in the community, we're going to see different needs for the patients. And so being able to address those needs, whether it's an inpatient stay, outpatient work, or even extended care, assisted living, we need to look at that because we know that 10 years from now, patients are going to live longer and that the ability to treat chronic disease is going to um, um, be improved so that people should lengthen their life expectancy. So we need to really think what that, what is that going to look like? because the number of people with heart disease are anticipated to double in the next 30 years. So we really need to kind of keep an eye out on how we're going to handle this as the population ages. And then my third priority really would be technology. What extent will it play in the community and with our patients? We know that adults, education, whether technology is available or not, the patients like human-to-human -human interaction, so we never we need to not forget that, and really kind of understand what what do the patients want, and how much human-to-human -human interaction is right. Um, and it may not be as we may be able to do more um, artificial intelligence, and we may be able to do more virtual, but the patients may want a little bit more human interaction. So we just have to think that through. And then with the improvements that we're going to see in AI and genetics and less invasive imaging, really an improved treatment, what will that mean as we continue to go through and uh, work through the um, process of how to improve patient care? No, thank you. I think it's actually this fascinating discussion of this hybrid model between, you know, people still, they love the technology, but they still love to be cared for mm -hmm. by another human being. And, and they love that sort of uh responsiveness, that touch and everything. And so it's, it's this great mix of how do you hit, utilize technology at its fullest, but keep patient connectivity high and patient satisfaction high and, and really this feeling of taking care of people, which is so core to the mission. Yeah, and I think being a nurse and sitting in this executive role really helps me remember that because I know why, you know, why it's important to have nursing care, why it's important to have that human interaction, that the nurse is the patient's advocate. And so now we've got a leader sitting in the role of an ex chief executive who has that part of her already there. So it, I think it makes a difference. I think it made a difference during COVID, too. Thank you, Kim. Kim, I want to thank you for joining us. What a remarkable job you do as Chief Executive Officer. What a great career. Thank you so much for taking some time with us on the Becker Healthcare Podcast this morning. Thank you very okay. much. Thank you.